people were calling Caesar's money demonic. So when they go in the temple, they had to change that money to a special coin and take that coin instead and give to God. And because of that, outsiders took over the church with markets of exchange rates and changing money. And they had, they had very exaggerated, very high rates taking money from people. And Jesus Christ came and he said, what is going on over here? But that's not our explanation. Let me tell you the explanation we'll talk about today. I want you to see the word there. It says, my house shall be called a house of prayer. Now, this is the word, my house. So it says, but you have made it a den of thieves. Meaning that it has not changed from being the house of God. It is still the house of God. But right inside there, there were other people who had changed it. I'm getting there, right? Back to my previous statement. So what did Jesus Christ do? He said, you thieves. So he kicked them out of the church. Did you hear that? He kicked them what? Out of the church. Because this is what is happening even today. The church is being controlled by people who are supposed to be kicked out. Do you know right now, do you know right now the whole world, most churches, if not all churches, they are considered not powerful because people who are powerful are outside the church. So it is not the church that decides ex exchange rates. It's not the church that decides prices of goods outside. Am I talking to you? It's not the church that has control. So what is the church doing? Yes, sir. You are fired. Yes, sir. You are hired. Yes, sir. People who are controlling everything are not in the church. And Jesus Christ said, we need to kick these people out. No, you didn't hear this statement. So do you see where wealth transfer is coming? Where God must make his people have resources so that his people can help people. His people can have money to assist the poor. And it is in this season when God will pour out his anointing and this anointing will come. Oh, you didn't hear this statement. The prophets of Jodo 2, it says that God will give his people resources. And because God's people will have resources, people out there will not suffer shame. Because God would have given worth to his people and his people would take the resources and help the poor. Receive in the name of Jesus. 
Now, now let's go ahead. The Bible says, I, I need your attention over here. It says, my house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have made it a den. Wait a minute. I want to just give an example here. Can you come over here, sir? I like giving example um, uh, most of the times. Just come over here. And I want you to come over here, evangelist. Just come over here. Now, I want you to see these two great men of God, right? Now, the Bible says, hello? Hi. The Bible says, my house shall be called a house of what? But you have made it a den. All right, let's just stop on the den. So it's either you are in a house or you are in a den. You may be in the same building, but spiritually, you may be in a den or spiritually, you may be in God's house. It's either where you are sitting, you are sitting with a person next to you who spiritually they are living in a den thinking they are in the church and someone next to you they might be in the church and they are already in the church so Jesus goes in a church and he says you have made it a den oh you didn't hear this statement the word den comes from a word danning which means an abandoned beauty Sit down. Let me explain to you about a den. Let's go into the Bible. Take the book of Psalms. Let's check the Bible. Now, quickly, let's go to the book of Psalms 10, verse 9. Let's see what happens in a den. He lies in what secretly as a lion in his den. Okay, 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 okay. So what happens in a den? An abandoned building. What was happening in an abandoned building? All right? An abandoned building in those days, in the days of Nebuchadnezzar, it is where they were using to tame lions. They would keep lions in abandoned buildings. A den also means a, a big cave. Now, I want you to see something here. The Bible says, I want us to be finding what is found in a den. Hello? Number one, in the den you find what? Speak louder. Lions are found in a den. Now, I want to see the scripture. Go back to the scripture. He lies in words secretly. Now, this is where I want you to stand. The Bible says, these lions. Hello? He lies in a den sick as a lion in his den. So what happens with a lion in his den? A lion will stay there secretly. There are some lions secretly in a den. Now imagine you thinking you are in church, yet spiritually you are in a den where secretly you can finish the statement. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead. Now, let's go in quickly into the scripture. Job 37, verse 8. The beasts go into dens and remain in their lairs. 
What is found in a den? Beast. What is a beast? What is a beast? Dangerous animals. Dangerous animals. I want you to see that. Imagine that you, are in, you think you are in church, but spiritually you are in a den. And you are in the temple. And thinking, oh, raise your hands before the Lord. Oh, God, we worship you. Jesus says, hey, shut up. You are in a den. <laughs> I'm not talking to somebody here. Because sometimes it's so interesting to see somebody in church every time, but his character or her character does not qualify over a person who goes to church. Their thinking, how you think, your behavior does not qualify over a person who stays in the house of God. It must be a den. It must be a den. Tell the neighbor next to you, be careful. Ask them, where are you? What are they saying? What are they saying? Ask them, how is your character, neighbor? How are your anger issues? Your anger levels? Tell them, how is your prayer life? Ask them, are you okay spiritually? Now ask them again, what's happening with your business? Are you experiencing some beasts, some lions, tearing it apart? Say, neighbor, maybe you are in a den. Say, but you want to walk out today out of the den? Now, I want you to see this statement here. This is very important. I want us to go again. Let's, let's, let's keep on reading some few scriptures. Now we go to Isaiah 11. All right? Isaiah 11, verse 8. Oh, so crazy. The nursing child shall play by the cobra's hole. No, you didn't hear this. And the wind child shall put his hand in the viper's den. In a den, you will find vipers. Dangerous snakes. If you find a building that has been abandoned, surely, trust you me, in that building, there might be a snake. Now imagine Jesus comes in the temple and he says, hey, 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 you have made this temple a den. So imagine, it's the same temple. God is moving. There is the outer place, there's a holy place, there's a holy of holies. It is in the same temple Jesus has come to pray. And actually Jesus is calling the same building a house of prayer. But you are not in a house of prayer. He says you are in a den. But he is there. He says it's a house of prayer. He even has come to pray in the same building. Ask yourself, 
Where am I? Where are you? Say, no, no answer. Like spiritually, where am I? Because the house of God is supposed to change you. Do you hear me? The house of God is supposed to what? The house of God is supposed to change you. You must be in a den. Yeah, we want to pray something today. We want to do something today. Now, now hear this. Are, are you there? Yes. Are you here? Yes. Now, let me just show you this. So we find that in a den there are lions, there are beasts, there are vipers, snakes in a den. So Jesus says, you have made my house. What did he mean? Was the temple a den? It wasn't. But it was what he was talking spiritually. Their attitude, their behavior, their character. Spiritually, they were operating from a den, not from the house of God. So what is a den? A den is a place, an abandoned place. I want you to remember that word, abandoned. Say abandoned. Abandoned, abandoned place. Now, now, let's just read this. So, let's continue reading. Now, let's go to Mark 11, verse 17. What is found in a den? What is found in a den? Then he taught, saying to them, It is not written in my house, shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. But you have made it a den of thieves. So what is found in a den? Thieves. No, you didn't hear this. So number one, we find lions, beasts, snakes, thieves. Now, if you hear a person saying, ah, I keep on losing things. You're operating from a place where they are thieves, spiritually. You didn't hear me. As the Bible describes, it says a thief can only come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Now imagine that you're operating. You think you are in the temple, but actually spiritually, you are in a den where the enemy, the devil, can steal your things, can kill your things, can destroy your things. There are snakes around you. People, you think that you love them, they love you, but the enemy is putting them around you as snakes. Well, you didn't hear what I'm saying. Can you imagine you operating from a position where there are lions, demons ready to tear apart your destiny. And you think you're in church. But now, the biggest question must be, what could have happened? What could have happened? Ask your neighbor, what could have happened? No, ask him properly. Say, what could have happened? For it to become a den. That's a question. Because... It was not a den. What happened for it to become a den? Now, don't forget the word abandon. 
it is an abandoned building. Somebody say, abandoned building. So it is, you cannot have a den if it was not what? Abandoned. So what was abandoned? Jesus says it there, it says prayer. So the moment you abandon prayer, it changes from being a house into a den. Ah, oh, you are slow. You, 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 you are very slow this side. You are very slow this side. Are you understanding somebody? Are you understanding this side? The moment you change, Karaka Pahata. So what is being abandoned here? It is prayer. It is the moment you abandon prayer. Completely it changes from being a house of God into a den. Now tell your neighbor, did you abandon prayer? They'll answer you. Ask them, did you pray last night? Or you are so tired? Ask them, are you prayerful? What are they saying? What are they saying? Ask them, are you prayerful? Now, come on, tell the name again and say, I can perceive you abandoned prayer and you're operating from a den. Say, so dangerous neighbor. Say, there are thieves in a den. There are snakes in a den. There are lions in a den. Am I talking to somebody here? So here somebody saying, oh, <laughs> I keep on losing things now. I have lost this. Oh, I lose this. Maybe. I'm not saying you are. Maybe. Change the location. Move out of the den. Go into the house. Ask your neighbor, are you operating from the den or from the house? What are they saying? Are you sure? <laughs> Ask your neighbor. So, 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 a snake represents deception. Somebody said deception. You may actually be operating on what? On a lie. Get out of the den. Get out of the den. Raise your hands. I send the name of Jesus. I walk out of the den. May I operate from the house of God. Hear me. You may actually be thinking, I go to church. I am. I go there. I, but spiritually, you may be operating from the what? From the den. Imagine these people were in the temple and Jesus comes in the temple and he says, you have made it a den. He says, it's no longer a place of prayer. You are not at a place of prayer. Tell your neighbor, be prayerful. Speak louder. Say, be prayerful.
Ask your neighbor, are you prayerful? What are they saying? Ask them, are you prayerful? What are they saying? You know, you know, there are people who are so prayerful only when they're in trouble. They remember all verses in the Bible. It is written. Because there's trouble. In the name of Jesus, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And you are in a den. And they are saying you shall not prosper. You are already in a place where snakes, thieves, lions are. And you say no weapon formed against me. It won't be formed. It's already you are, you are, you are in. Forget about the weapon being formed. You are actually where weapons are. And actually, they're all prospering. <laughs> Imagine you're standing like this and you're like, no weapon formed against me. You are already there. There is no prayer around you. You abandon the prayer. You only pray when there's trouble. That's what the devil told Jesus about Peter. And Jesus had to rebuke the devil. That's what actually the devil told God about Job. That he only fears you when he's in trouble. And God said, no, put him in trouble, you will see. You will still fear me. Am I talking to somebody here? Am I speaking to somebody here? What did he say when he was in trouble? Job stood up and he said, I will never say a word against my God. For he gave and he has taken. To your neighbor, you must be prayerful. Speak louder. So you must be prayerful. It is a simple thing that makes you to be found in a den. Simple prayer. The moment you abandon prayer, you are no longer operating from the anointing in the church. You are operating from the den. What is found in the church? What is found in the house of God? Number one, it is prayer. Number two, it is the praises. Somebody say the presence. Ask the neighbor next to you. Say, if you see anyone sleeping in church, they're operating from a den. You see how the neighbor is quiet? They didn't like that. Because they, they were dozing another day. It's so awkward, right? To see how people 
They will be claiming that the neighbor, they are making noise. I can't sleep. I can't sleep. The neighbor is making noise with a simple radio from the neighbor's house. I can't sleep. They are making noise. Oh, these neighbors, they have so much noise. In church, with all these speakers, the person is sleeping. Are you, are you okay? Something's wrong spiritually. You under attack. You must be very careful spiritually. I'm teaching this thing to you. There are people who are getting this message and there are people who are not. Because we operate from different positions and locations. There are people who are getting this message seriously because they are in the house of God. And there are people who are not getting this message seriously because they are where they are. The ten. A place of abandonment. Spiritually, they abandon things. They abandon prayer. They abandon principles. And you find that after church, they just go home like that. And they'll seriously pray again on Sunday when they come to church. To the contrary, you need to understand this. When you live here, you need to catch the prayer. When you go home, be prayerful. What have I said? Can you stand up on your feet? Most people have not experienced the temple anointing. Most people, they have not experienced the anointing of the church. I promise you. The word house of God means Bethel. The word house of God means Bethel. And the word Bethel means a gate. A gate to heaven. A place where there is an openness, a spiritual portal, a geographical location where angels go to heaven and they come down. Where prayers are sent up and answers come down. It is called Bethel. A place. And we have people until today who have not experienced such an anointing where they can make a prayer and God can answer, answers can come, angels can come, healing can come because they are still in their mind, not yet delivered. They'll be in church like this and thinking, oh, now it's time for worship. They'll just be worshiping. Now, time for prophecy. Hey, Major, prophesy. hi yeah, 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 yeah. Power. When it's time for testimonies, Time for testimonies. Because they don't know what the church is. A church is the house of God. It is a place where geographically God makes it a place where answers must be heard. Cries must go up to heaven. Solutions must be released. There must be a communication. It is a house of God. Marakapahate. It is not a building. It is not a building. 
It is the activity happening there. When, when Jacob slept on a stone, woke up in the morning, he said, this is the church. He said, this is the house of God. There was no building, but he said, it's the house of God. Why? Because of the experience, things which were happening there can only happen in the church. What was happening there can only happen in the house of God. Only in the house of God can angels come down and angels go up. Only in the house of God can he hear the voice of God speaking. And you may be in the temple, yet you are in a day. Nothing. You even come to church like this. Going back home, what did God speak to you? Nothing. The whole preaching of a man of God, you learnt nothing. If you ask you, what did you learn last week, Sunday, you will remember nothing. What did God speak to you this year from January up to now in the church? Not even through the teaching of a man of God. You remember nothing because you are not operating from the church. You are operating from the dead. Even the devil can steal revelation from you as Jesus predicted and prophesied. To say that when we are in the church, there are those people who are like a road or a pathway. Where when the word is sown in their minds... Demons come like babes and begin to pick everything that has been planted in them. And they become nothing again. Useless. Just walk like this. No revelation. No word of prophecy. Just people. The devil can't fear you. He can't. No matter how you pray, as long as you have nothing in you, he fears nothing out of you. If you have no revelation, he fears nothing. The devil fears people only with revelation. He fears nothing. You have no word, no nothing. That's why Paul spoke to, to, to Timothy. He said, remember every prophetic word which you had. So that by that word of prophecy, you may fight a good warfare. You cannot fight the devil without revelation, never. You need to remember, what did I learn today? What did God speak through my prophet? What did I learn? What did God speak to me? It is that what you hear, that which you put in your spirit, that which becomes your prophecy, that which becomes your revelation, and you fight the enemy using that revelation. But guess what? From January until today, what do you remember you? As your personal revelation that God spoke to you through the church, through the house of God. Nothing. But when Jacob was in a church, one day, he slept on a stone like that and said, this is a church experience. He actually remembered everything that God spoke and he actually wrote it down. God said this, God said this, God said this. Surely I shall be with you. I shall be with you, Jacob. You shall go far, but you shall come back. You shall come back to your... God spoke in the temple. And he said, surely, what I experienced cannot happen anywhere. It can only happen in the house of God. Therefore, I am calling this place Bethel. Meaning, it is the house of God and the gates.
when, when God blessed him, when God blessed him, when he became a millionaire, the Bible says he went back into the church. He went back in that place. I hope so with you too. When God will bless you, come back in the church. The Bible says he came back there. And in fact, he now built an altar. And he called that place not Bethel anymore. But El Bethel. Which means the God of this church. The God of this house. The God of this church. The God of this Somebody say revelation. The Bible says in the book of, of Daniel, it says, and the people who know their God shall do exploits. Exploits respond to knowledge. Exploits respond to those who know their God. It is not just, I'll be big. In the name of Jesus, I receive a breakthrough. I pray, I'm praying for a miracle. A miracle, no. Miracles are exploits. Breakthroughs are exploits. So the Bible does not say you have exploits. It says to those who know, there must be knowledge. You must know. It says those who know shall have exploits. If you want to become a millionaire, if you want to have healing, deliverance, know knowledge. You must. So what the devil steals from people, it is not their healing. He steals their knowledge. He steals their revelation. You've been in church like this every Sunday. Clap your hands. Clap your holy hands to God. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. You go home, the devil is tearing you apart. The devil is finishing you. In Luke chapter 3, verse 21, I want you to see something here. In Luke chapter 3, verse 21, the Bible says, When all people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. And while he prayed, the heaven was opened. Do you understand this? Jesus understands that where two or three gather, it is a church. Now, John is standing there baptizing people. And the Bible says, when everyone was baptized, comma, and not prayed. There's no prayer. They were just baptized. When Jesus was being baptized, while being baptized and prayed, the prayer, when only Jesus, out of all the people, he is already God. Imagine, Jesus is already God, but he understands the principles of having an open heaven. He goes there and he says, in this place there's a man of God here, and this is an altar. This place, anything can happen. Only Jesus understood that. When he was being baptized, he was in prayer. The Bible says, because of that, heavens opened. And God spoke. Exactly an experience of Jacob. God said, this is my son. What about the rest? Who were they? What about the rest? The only man who prayed was actually the son of God. Who is only supposed to pray? Is the one who was in prayer. You see, we've got people in this church right now. I have to tell you to pray. They say, pray. Holy Spirit, touch me. Pray. Holy Spirit, speak to me. You're not supposed to be told. On your own where you are, you need to catch revelation. 
and he said right here as I'm standing something's going to happen to me I can see it in the spirit when I go back home today things will begin to happen my life will change this will happen tomorrow I will receive good news on Wednesday this will happen in my family I can that is revelation just as I'm standing in the temple as I stand in his presence this will happen that will happen this will happen that is revelation a man of revelation a church of revelation and a church without revelation there must be a difference somebody say I will never be the same, never be the same. say louder come on never sell your revelation what made Joseph Joseph was revelation what made David David was revelation you know David you know he, he, he's gonna be a king he was busy taking care of the ship until a prophet came and he said you shall be a king even if David was not a king but he began to think like one. He had no convoy, no car, no nothing. But his behavior was like a king. The moment you have a prophecy, this is what God says you shall be. You must change how you see things, how you look at things, and how you behave. Tell your neighbor next to you, say, what are you doing? What will change you? Tell them what will change you? It is not you coming to church. It is your revelation. You need a total transformation. A prayer that must change you. And that's what we want to do today. I want you to make a prayer that God change me, change my thinking, change my revelation, change my understanding. I move out from any den. I am now positioning myself, aligning myself in your house where I can hear you, where angels can visit me, where my answers can come. Clap your hands and begin to make a prayer in the name of Jesus. Pray right now, wherever you are. Make a prayer in the name of Jesus.